people don't think about this stuff, obviously. They can't be expected to. Not everyone is haunted by the same demons I am. Welcome, everybody. Come one, come all. It's a good, bad show. My name is Andy. And I am Matt. And this is a podcast where I look out my window and I talk to Matt about the thing I see out my window. You're not looking at me this whole time? No, no, no. I'm looking out the window, and this is a podcast where we just we talk about the goings-on at my neighbor's house. We talk about this one uh, skylight I can see, these, this sort of web of wires. Actually, I, you, know, you know, Matt, looking out the window, I'm realizing there are like three to five things that I could definitely get a meaty podcast out of just from the contents of what's out my window, because uh, I got a lot of opinions on stuff. If I had to describe you to a stranger, that would that actually be a pretty good starting point. Andy Mangold is a man that can do a one-hour podcast on whatever he is looking at at the moment. That's kind of true, for better or worse. He probably has an opinion. What is he looking at? Uh, he's just looking at the plate on his light switch, and actually has a lot of opinions about that screw. We, we have talked about it in the past, right? <laughs> You're not just pulling that out of nowhere. We talked about light switch plates before. I'm going to say, look, it's funnier if I say no, so no, nah, we've never talked <laughs> okay, about sure. that. That's just the thing I made up. Give How the people that? what they want. Give the people what they want. They want some laughter. They want, they want me to pull some funny bones, and that's what I'm doing here, Andy. <laughs> some funny bones. Uh, some real goof em ups. I'm going to forego the other things I just realized are topics out my window and instead focus on the one thing. <laughs> you, got that, a, you got a list, write them that down. That I knew would be a topic out my just window. Just add, add number 201, 202, 203. Add them yeah. to the list. Uh, I'm up to 70 or 80 things on my list. So I'm sure you are. It's growing faster than the rate we're recording. So this podcast will have a long life. Oh, good. But the one thing I had prepared to talk about, and by that I mean just had ruminated on for many days, it's the new streetlights in my neighborhood, Matt. This is a hyper-local episode of, of Good Bad Show, but they have replaced... We're talking about, we're talking about Baltimore streetlights. They have replaced, at present, at time of recording, half the streetlights, just the bulbs, in our neighborhood in Baltimore. And Matt, oh my God, the monstrosity Are they, they have done. LEDs? They are LEDs. So, you know, got to be more energy efficient. But let me tell you right now, the trade-off, just from looking out my window, which is what I'm doing, is that now the lights are mm, ballpark it, I'm going to say about four times brighter than they were before. Okay. And before, I would classify them as somewhere between bright enough and too bright. And so <laughs> now they are four times that. So we are well off the scale. Uh, you know, I, I, like to, I like darkness. Am I weird for liking darkness? I get that they're a safety thing in highly trafficked areas, but I do not live in a highly trafficked area. I live in a quiet little neighborhood where after dark, there's no one walking around. It's a, it's a closed off street. It's basically a cul-de-sac. Why do we need three lights? Ah. Well, I mean, here, I'll say this. I like darkness too, but Andy, unlike you, I like efficiency. I love the environment. I'm really into sustainable energy. I don't know. What We're going to get there. Let me complain about this. My first. point is I'm better than you. I would put up with it. And I know it's not my house, and I know I don't live there, and I don't have to deal with it. But my point is, I would put up with this hypothetical situation in order to save the planet, Andy Mangold. You say that as if I'm not putting up with it. I'm not, like, petitioning City Hall. Although, <laughs> well, do, I could call Mary Pat Clark. Actually, I was more picturing you, like, approaching them with a crowbar and smashing out the LEDs. Well, I did a little, re- little bit of reading online, and apparently some of them that are IR activated, they have a little, like, infrared thing on it to detect mm-hmm. when it's nighttime, and then they turn on. Uh, you can just get like a medium powered laser pointer and put it on a tripod and point it out your window and just hit that IR thing and then it'll think it's always daytime and it won't turn on. Um, not that I would do that because this sounds incriminating. Are you, yeah, are you, are you listening, <laughs> the government? <laughs> are you listening, drones? <laughs> so they're bright, Matt. 
which is my first complaint. But it is not my biggest complaint. My biggest complaint is that the old bulbs were incandescent, and they were incandescent with a kind of like orangey, um, protective plastic lens around the bulb, such that the light was very warm light. And uh, those of you that have done your reading about circadian rhythms and the effect of light on the way your body perceives when it should go to sleep, know that very warm colors of white are better. If you have to be in brightly lit spaces before you're going to go to sleep, it's best to have warm colors of light because your body associates that with less being awake times and more going to sleep times. I'm pretty sure it all goes back to sunsets are red and sunrises are blue or something. I don't know how it works. but You know, it's, you know, it's funny. As you were saying that, I realized. So I just recently bought a lamp that's like two different lights pointing different directions. And I screwed in an LED bulb into one of them, or, you know, whatever. You know what they're called. Uh, the, the twirly bulbs. Are those LEDs? Whatever No, that's are. compact fluorescent. There you go. That's a compact fluorescent bulb. And then the other one, I have an old light bulb, and one is very nice and warm. It's literally just, a, I'm looking at my wall. Dude, you got an old illegal incandescent bulb? One is super nice and warm. It feels like nighttime. The other is very annoying and super bright, and I don't like it. I might just turn it off. I have a lot. There's, there's a pretty solid contrast going on right here. I might take a picture and put it on the blog. You should do it. We don't yeah. have a blog, but you should do it. Is um, that, what, is, what is a podcast if not a blog? I guess you could, I guess you could just put that picture in the RSS feed, and it would just show up in people's pod readers as no episode, but just a picture. I can that's make it kind the of, artwork kind of a episode. Blog. I'm a genius. Anyway, move on. So we can actually talk a lot about the technology of light bulbs and light if you want to get to it. Um, but my biggest complaint is the temperature of this light, which is now... Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna venture to guess at the Kelvin, but I'm looking at the lights in my home, and I know that they're uh, an appropriate warm white light for evening times. And the one outside is so much colder. It's a cold white light. It's like an office light. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other thing that's bad about it, Matt, it was just harder to uh, point to directly. But the color reproduction is really bad on it. Have you have you ever looked into the color reproduction effects of different types of light? I don't know. What do you mean by that? All right. So this is. I've read a lot about this. Uh, so LED that was bulbs, a leading question, Matt. LED bulbs are not bad light. People, I think, have this perception of LED bulbs produce bad light. So you should instead prefer, you know, incandescent if you can. Well, incandescent bulbs are legal now. You're not allowed to sell them anymore. So you're not going to get those anymore. So don't even try it. Uh, but the temperature is not the only consideration in a light. You can get an LED bulb in any temperature you want. You can get a Philips Hue LED bulb, and you can make it any color, white temperature within a certain, you know, there's a certain unit. You can't, it's not infinitely adjustable, but there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of different temperatures of white, which you can use to kind of pick pick that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So temperature is one consideration, but it's not the only consideration. The other one is the uh, CRI, which stands for color reproduction something. I'm going to guess index. Uh, $20 says it stands for Color Reproduction Index, which is the how faithfully things that are illuminated by that light will show their actual colors to you, right? Uh, and it's a little bit weird to say something like actual colors, right? Because color is just reflected. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that mean? Well, you know, obviously light changes the perceived does color of something compared you're Compared to the sun? What does that mean? The sun is the gold standard. <laughs> uh, so, so the sun and incandescent light bulbs and other things that are basically uh, getting hot to emit light, uh, emit black body radiation, uh, and also have near perfect color reproduction because uh, the way that black body radiation uh, and heat produced light works is that it produces light at every, almost every point on the visible spectrum, right? And you can go Google a graph of this 
the actual okay. light produced by the sun. But right. it's, it's, it's basically a smooth curve that covers the entire visible spectrum and also lots of things we can't see, right? The sun also produces infrared light, produces ultraviolet light, uh, all kinds of stuff off the ends of the spectrum that are beyond what we can actually see. But within, you know, the realm of like, you know, here's the temperature of light that's visible to us, it produces light at all of those temperatures, right? It's constantly, everything is illuminated. Yeah. Now, if you've you 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 studied graphic design, Matt, so I know you know this, but but uh, I know all about colors, Andy. Tell me. But everything. a listener not at home might not know that uh, if you are to take a pure red and a pure green and a pure blue light and put them all next to each other, the effect of that is going to basically be white light, right? We know that to be true. Sure. If you add up all, we have if you have the most RGBs, you're going to have a white RGB. Yeah, so, so light is additive, right? And so if you have really any three points that are equidistant from each other on this like imaginary color wheel that we've we got in our head, uh, you can basically approximate white light with just a few dis- distinct light sources. Um, Which is real fun to see if you see like, if you ever see one of those like gigantic uh, grid of, of bulbs on the side of a stadium or something, you can actually walk right up to it and literally see the three colors of light. You're like, yeah. oh, that trick really works. Or get a magnifying glass and look at your computer screen. You can see it there, too. So anyway, you have the temperature of the light, right? Which I prefer a warm white light. There's lots of things to point out that a very cool white light, especially when you're trying to wake up early in the morning or in situations where people are working and you want them to stay focused and stay alert uh, is is better for that. Um, But I think in most domestic situations, I prefer a warmer white light than than most other people. so you might think if I go to the store and I buy a warm white light LED bulb, it's the right temperature that I want, then surely it's as good a light as I'm going to get. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something, Andy. The way you say that, it sounds an awful lot like a trick. It's a trick. It's a trap. Uh-oh. Because of the color reproduction. So here's what happens. I did not understand this for a long time, and it really bugged me because I am one of these people that's bothered by not understanding something. So I was like, what do you mean the light is worse like how how are the colors worse under this light it doesn't make any sense it's the same temperature light it's the temperature i know i want how are the colors bad uh and then through some reading and talking to smarter people i learned exactly why and i would love to explain that to you and listeners so that maybe they can maybe come to understand the same way i did which is basically and we're that- done podcast over thanks everybody thanks for coming okay i'll let you explain all right which is basically that Black body radiation produces, like we have established, fairly even distribution of light across the entire visible spectrum. Uh, compact fluorescents don't. Uh, they produce light in a very specific part of the spectrum, which is why a lot of people have reported just not liking compact right, like fluorescent light bulbs, right? Like I, I don't like the light under fluorescent light bulbs. Doesn't a uh, doesn't a fluorescent light bulb also not stay on constantly? Isn't it like constantly flashing or something strange like that? That is also how fluorescent light bulbs work, which is another aspect of that that could come into play. Um, but that's not the case with LEDs. LEDs are just on all the time. Um, but the way that LEDs are manufactured and made, the, the thing that is producing the light, the actual light-emitting diode in an LED, um, produces a very narrow band of light. So when we're making light bulbs that are supposed to produce white light, what we're actually doing is trying to machine and manufacture different LEDs that are going to produce the right combination of colors to get us to the color we're trying to approximate. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, um, you can imagine that the... Let's say you'd have a spike. Let's say you have you know, pure red, pure blue, pure green, so you're getting what is, in effect, pure white light. Um, yes. The way this throws off the colors that are perceived under that light versus a black body radiation incandescent light bulb or the sun uh, is that those spikes, right, at red, green, and blue mean that things that are red or are green or are blue are going to be shown with a certain uh, brightness, right? So let's assume all those lights are the same lumens. 
so you have something that's pure red. It's the exact same color of the spectrum as the light that's being produced. That thing gets portrayed fairly brightly. Now, what happens is as you go towards like the middle of in between any two of those points, right? So as you go towards uh, cyan or magenta or yellow, all the points in between red, green, and blue, mm-hmm. uh, you're getting less brightness because that color is illuminated like partially by the red light and partially by the green light. And then you get yellow, but that yellow is rendered much differently because its light is not coming directly from a light source. Uh, it's not reflecting those uh, waves exactly. It's having to get half of its waves from one and have his waves from the other and so the way it gets reflected back into your eye is totally different uh, and so you end up getting this kind of like wave this little wiggle on the sort of way colors are uh the way the colors are actually shown to your eye which causes things to look a little bit off and weird and just bad uh and the the fact is that it's much easier to produce a very cheap led bulb that has very poor color reproduction because and you know i'm oversimplifying things i don't actually know the details but i've looked at graphs and i know that it's not just we have in our, our red or green or blue it's much more complicated depending on how manufacturing works um but the way that that sort of curve of the actual spectrums of light that are being emitted by the bulb the way that curve maps to the colors on the sort of color wheel changes how they're perceived by you which means that when people and this is this is a real marketing issue that led bulbs have right because when people go to get their first led light bulbs they're not buying the expensive ones why would they everyone buys the like i'm gonna try led bulbs here's this eight dollar you know run-of-the-mill why led bulb it's, it's led it's the right temperature what could possibly be wrong with it and what's with wrong all with the it, right letters and what's wrong with it is that the color reproduction is totally off. And I'm looking at this streetlight right now, Matt, and I have to say, it's got some of the worst color reproduction. Like, the light from it is just sickly and, like, dead. And it's just so, it's really, really bad. I'm well, very I'm excited about it. I'm going to tell you something, it. Andy. I know you don't know this, but as an expert, uh, the way the government works is they will accept the lowest contract, uh, the lowest bidder on a contract. So obviously what happened is that there were 100 LED companies, and there was the LED company that produced the best LED bulb, but they were forced by law to take that low contract, and now you're stuck with these shitty LED bulbs. Well, you know me, Matt. I am the kind of person that's always trying to be as thoughtful as I can about the perspectives of people that have come to different decisions than me. So as I'm walking around the neighborhood, walking the dog, and f***ing giving the finger to these lights, and <clears throat> staring at them, and giving them the side eye, I'm also thinking, but wait, how much money was saved? by these lights, right? How much money was saved in the near term? How much money is being saved in the long term on the energy savings? Uh, and obviously, the effects on the environment are something that I care about deeply. So uh, while if I had been on the board, I would have lobbied pretty strongly for a much warmer LED bulb, which is entirely technically possible, and also for one that had the highest color reproduction that could be reasonably afforded, I'm trying very, very hard to just except that this must have been the cheapest thing to do and it's good for the city probably but man it really has a negative effect on just the street at night in the city and i assume these are going everywhere eventually they're not in many places yet from what i've seen but uh it's bad it's really really ugly and it's just gonna make here's the thing people don't think about this stuff obviously they can't be expected to not everyone is haunted by the same demons i am they're just going to start thinking that everything is worse. <laughs> they're just going to be like, well, I sure like outside less. I guess Baltimore is a bad city. Like, this just seems bad. Wait, outside just became vomit colors. What happened? I guess Baltimore is bad. The benches are wrong. Yeah. Did, I have a question. Is one of the reasons LEDs are as energy efficient as they are because of this poor color reproduction? Like, would they be less energy efficient if uh, they were able to emit the same 
what was the acronym we used? CRI. As an incandescent bulb? So uh, I don't think so. If there is a difference there, it's marginal. From my understanding, it's just more expensive to manufacture a bulb that will produce those colors. But, but the reason LEDs are very efficient is because almost all of the energy is being turned into light as opposed to heat. You know, when you have an incandescent bulb, a ton of that energy is being turned into heat, and that heat is infrared light that's basically not visible to you. And so it's really it's illuminating a lot of stuff that you're not seeing is, is basically one weird way to think about it. Um, so the LEDs, because we are basically choosing the points on the spectrum we want to illuminate, uh, they are much more efficient. We're not emitting infrared light. We're not emitting ultraviolet light. We're just emitting the light we can see, which makes them very energy efficient. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, given that power, we've also, you know, chosen to be thrifty over caring about color reproduction as a society, and therefore we are all left in horrible light. Yeah, I, I get it. And there yeah. are really, really good LED bulbs. There are some that, you know, are like 98, 99% of the way to covering all of the uh, colors, reproduce them all exactly the same as a black body radiated light source. Uh, so, like, you can do it. They are, they are more expensive. Uh, that, that, is, that is the thing. But uh, if you're out there looking for bulbs, I recommend caring about that when you're shopping around. Um, but that's also the reason, like, so the compact fluorescents you mentioned, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, which are probably going to be... They're, they're, they're like the uh, HD DVDs of lights, right? Like they're, they're, they will have been popular for like five or 10 years and they're not going to be seen much anymore, I don't think. But, um, but yeah, the thing about those is that my understanding is that the wavelengths of light that are emitted by those are a matter of chemicals that are put in the tubes, right? Like the combination of gases in the tubes. Uh, and therefore we have much less fine control over them. So I don't think it's possible actually to make a fluorescent light of any kind that has really high color reproduction because just the way the light is created, we have less finite control over. I could be wrong about that, but that's my understanding of, of why, no matter how high-end a fluorescent bulb you buy, it's always fluorescent light, and it's always kind of a bummer, is because yeah. of that, um, hmm. which is the thing. Well, I'm on board. I'm, I'm with you, Andy. I don't my streetlights and my usually, neighborhood are bad. Usually, yeah, I was going to say, usually there's, there's the conclusion where maybe something could be done, or like it's a bigger government issue where we can agree to protest, but I I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to break the, you're going to protest the government. You're going to smash the lights. You're going to deal with it and just be sad all the time. What do we do with this problem? I'm on board. You don't like your lights. I agree. It's a very Andy problem. What do we do with you? I mean, I, maybe I'll write a letter to the city council. I, I, I can write an email to Mary Pat Clark. She'll listen. What if you get like a, like a gel, like, you know, in the theater, you put a gel over a light. Um, that does actually not affect color reproduction because of the aforementioned things. It will warm the light. But yeah, but does it affect Andy happiness reproduction? Maybe just just warms <laughs> the light. If it was light warmer and, you're a and darker, bit happier. I would be a little bit happier. Yeah. Honestly, the, the thing I the thing I could do that would be most helpful is other people in the neighborhood are mad about them as well, but they're mm-hmm. only mad about them in their like it's too bright and I don't like it. I don't know why away because they haven't read entirely too many blog posts about color reproduction because they have a life unlike me. Uh, the best thing I could do honestly is probably to educate people such that here's the thing about this too. This is such a bad thing to get wrong because that LED bulb is going to last, what, like 15 years? It's going to last forever. Yeah. Like the incandescent bulbs lasted a long time because they were like commercial incandescent bulbs, a lot different than like the stuff you buy, you know, at Home Depot. Yeah. I have no idea how long these bulbs are going to last. So it's not going to be financially reasonable to replace them in any reasonable amount of time. So I just have to prepare. I have to basically I have to be on city council in 20 years when this thing comes up next. And then I have to like filibuster, just demand the floor while I bore everyone to death with, uh, with color reproduction talk until I talk them into investing in just a slightly nicer bulb for the good of everyone in the whole city and everyone that visits the city. When you come, Matt, I hope when you come to Baltimore next that mm-hmm. they still have 
both streetlights in because right now there's a very stark comparison. I look one way down the street and I see the new horrible reality, and I look the other way down the street and I see the very very near past of nicer streetlights. But uh, but yeah, that comparison is really stark. It's oof. Yeah. Well, so I'm glad I'm glad we have evidence recorded for when some mysterious masked man destroys the streetlights. They'll have no Whoops, idea. They all did got it. broken. Now we have to buy new ones. And while oh we're at it, what can I recommend? <laughs> while we're at it, uh, <laughs> I have a petition that says we are going to need some specialty color. I don't remember what you said. All the words, bulbs. <laughs> we want all the visible spectrum represented. That's what we want. I mean, I think it's important to represent everyone in the color spectrum. Give me the whole visible spectrum of light. It's important. Think about how think about how much of the world I'm just not even seeing. There's just there's details of life going on in my world that I am unable to see because this light refuses to shoot wavelengths at those particular colors so they can bounce back into my eyeballs. It's just lost to this gray, muddy noise in this horrible, sickly light. And think of the danger. What if somebody what if some sort of a bad guy dresses up in a costume that does that falls outside of this spectrum covered by the light, and they just sneak up on you kidnap you well then then they just look like they just look like they're wearing black you're describing black black is the color that is not is not on the spectrum what if they wear a suit <laughs> what if they wear a suit made of infrared andy and they sneak up on you and they kidnap you they would probably because, burn to death i think well that's bad for you too if they're, if they're kidnapping you and they're burning to death then you're burning to death this seems like a terrible situation it's somebody should alert the government it's very bad i do wonder what percentage of the view outside my window is no longer visible to me it's probably non-negligible. It's just been so evenly distributed. You know, it's just like, it's just like compressing a JPEG, right? Like, yeah. they just turn the compression down to like, well, let's go 20% quality. Why not? That's what the citizens of Baltimore deserve. You know, you know all that artifacting is where the bad stuff is happening, and you're not seeing it. It's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can't wait for the VR future where we just live in virtual reality and everything is, uh, you know, limited to the spectrum of lights that uh, OLEDs can produce, but at least it's fully fully realized that was where i was gonna go with that too sure <laughs> very natural conclusion that was very natural that's what I, that's exactly what i expected and that's the way you do it folks mm-hmm. you follow all the obvious clues it's called occam's razor and you end up in the reality. obvious answer mm-hmm. which is vr is the only place where light is real anymore <laughs>